The holiday shopping season is about to begin. While it might seem that COVID-19 is the Grinch that stole Christmas, retailers remain hopeful that their bottom lines will grow three times as big in the coming weeks. Not only is holiday shopping a desire to retain some normalcy, it's also a key lifeline for many small businesses who depend on holiday cheer to survive. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Jennifer Van Grove, it's that time of year, so you wrote a story about the retail trends that we're expected to see in the coming weeks. So can you give us an outlook nationally? What are retailers expecting come Black Friday and beyond? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There's actually a lot of like really encouraging news, which I think might come as a surprise for people. So the, you know, the broader um, outlook, if you pull back, is that uh, holiday sales could grow half a percent to all the way up to 5%. It just depends really on the model that you're looking at. So for the story that's running on the front page tomorrow, I use the National Retail Foundation, and they're predict- predicting around 3 to 5% growth, um, which is actually not bad growth if you look at year-over-year year growth. And they also do a survey, and their survey earlier in the year showed that people will spend about $1,000 um, this holiday season on everything uh, except for like gas, um, and that kind of stuff. And that's only $50 $50 off from years past. So that's encouraging news. Plus, I think uh, a lot of the analysts have been looking at spending patterns in the past month or so, and those have picked up. So there's there's some optimism heading into, you know, what we're calling now is the Cyber Five, right? The, you know, the big online spending week. There's a lot of optimism that consumers are going to show up and, and spend pretty substantially this year. So what are some of the key reasons why they're so confident, uh, given that, you know, we are in an economic downturn? Well, I think a lot of it is, like I said, you know, spending is picked up in the past month or so. Um, But I, you know, there's a sense that people also may be sitting on travel budgets because they're not maybe, you know, maybe they've canceled their travel plans. Um, They haven't been able to go to concerts. They haven't been able really to go to movies. So there's, you know, that. But there's a psychological element here that came up in a lot of my interviews. So I talked to um, Andrew Lipsman with eMarketer. He's covered the holiday season for eMarketer and for Comscore for now 16 years. I talked to an executive with Westfield. I talked to an executive with Juan Paseo. I talked to small businesses. I think they're all anticipating um, some pent up demand to to spend on enjoyment and fulfillment. And, you know, psychologically, people need they need some good news. And I think that carries, you know, from from the consumer to the retailer, they need good news. And so I think that's going to contribute as well. Um, So there's a lot of factors at play here. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to when consumers actually get out there and start spending, is there a sense that this is mostly going to be online or brick or mortar? Because there were some trends kind of ongoing that weren't great for some retailers. You know, you would think that this year would be the end of Black Friday as we know it, the end of offline shopping. And that's not what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that Black Friday is still going to be a thing. Um, however, it's going to be muted, you know, Black Friday is Gray Friday, maybe this year. So the offline crowds will likely be um, in decline, but it's still supposed to be the biggest offline shopping day of the year. 
Um, I think a lot of the spending is going to get shifted online, of course. Um, but Cyber Monday has historically been the biggest online spending day of the year, and that's going to um, hold true today. Uh, the expert that I spoke to, um, Andrew Lipsman with uh, eMarketer, had mentioned that there's going to be a big pop on Thanksgiving Day online spending. So this year, one of the big differences is people really aren't going to be able to go out um, to malls and retail stores because a lot of those places have made the decision to stay closed on Thanksgiving Day. So because of that, some of that offline behavior will shift to Friday, but that shopping demand might st- will likely still be there. So there's going to be a lot of online shopping on Thursday. There already has been, but it's going to be even more pronounced. So the, the, the shopping is shifting to online. Still, the biggest percentage is going to come from offline. And Black Friday will still be a really important, important day for retailers. Mm. And also this time of year, you also see a lot of seasonal hiring because they expect that big rush for brick and mortar retail. Is that expected to be a lot muted this year as well? You know, I didn't really look into the national trends around hiring, but, you know, anecdotally, um, so in our story that I worked on with Lori Weisberg, um, we noted that Geppetto's normally ramps up its uh, hiring this time of year, but they're not going to do that because of capacity limits. So I think it really varies on the state that you're in, the regulations, what sort of crowds you can actually have in your store. So it's you know, Geppetto's and other local retailers here in San Diego, you're limited to 25% capacity because we're, we're in the purple tier. Um, so there's not much you can do about that. So, you know, that'll, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm. And for uh, smaller boutique retailers, uh, you know, with all the rules that are in place with the purple tier, can you explain uh, locally kind of how they're feeling about the current rules and how they're planning on surviving this, uh, you know, dark holiday season? Yeah. So, you know, really, I was very encouraged when I did the reporting for this story. Yes, there's a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of, um, you know, tension and frustration with how how the pandemic has has interfered with their business operations. But there's also optimism heading into the end of the year. They really think um, the sense among small businesses and even experts is that there is now this sense of um uh, consciousness, right? So conscious consumerism is how I've, I've heard it phrased and where people are really paying attention to where they're spending their money. And because of that, they're going to allocate more of their money towards small businesses and maybe seek out local businesses, local merchants in their neighborhood. Um, and that mood has carried over to, to the retailers themselves because they feel it. And that came up in the interviews. They really believe that the community is, is rallying behind them and will continue to do so for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's one thing that we keep hearing throughout this entire pandemic, that absent of a federal bailout, it will be kind of dependent upon people who live in neighborhoods to spend their money locally if the neighborhoods as they had it pre-pandemic are still going to exist. Yeah, you know, and it's a fascinating sort of dynamic if if you look if you pull back and look at retail in general. So one of the trends that came up this year is that, you know, the winners and losers, small business, as long as they have curbside enabled, as long as they have online shopping and a good social media um, presence, they can be real winners this holiday season. 
on the flip side, the other winners are going to be Target and Walmart and then um, Home Depot and even Best Buy. So if you own your category or you are the one-stop shop, um, because of buying behaviors, like people will go to the store and they will just stock up on whatever they need so that they don't have to go back to the store. Those really um, one-stop shops, they will do really well as um, as well this holiday season, according to the experts. What might not do, do so well is this, uh, it's been called the boring middle of retail, as it's been described to me, and it's your department stores and it's your legacy big boxes, maybe somebody like a Bed Bath & Beyond, where they're not specialized and they're not um, you know, local, regional, small business that you really feel good about supporting, but they're also not the one-stop shop. So um, that's gonna be really challenged. Another area that's gonna be challenged as well is indoor malls. So you know, there's just that, that sensitivity, the hypersensitivity to being inside. And especially here in San Diego, there's no reason for people not to default to an outdoor mall. So, you know, the the shops and indoor malls might might struggle as well. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that, you know, some of those drastic retail trends may be more evident in colder places than here. Like I imagine the Mall of America isn't doing very great right now. Right. I, and I didn't look at them specifically, but, you know, San Diego's uh, temperature climate is it's certainly... Um, it works in favor of a lot of the, the businesses here that are, you know, set up for, or not set up for outdoor commerce, but, you know, are in that outdoor environment. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking beyond the holiday season, you know, let's assume that the vaccine manages to get to a decent amount of the population in the spring and things begin to return to some normalcy. What elements of pandemic retail shopping do you expect to kind of become part of the norm come summer, fall 2021? Well, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but in talking to people, it really seems that consumer behavior has shifted permanently. So one of the big things that is here to stay is curbside pickup. Um, Target is described as best in class. And I know I've kind of relied on target curbside pickup with with small kids in the house that just makes it so easy but um during the pandemic a lot of retailers have really been able to um, ramp up those systems so that they work pretty seamlessly for the consumer and the consumer has said that they want this and so that is going to to be here long term and that's going to be kind of a more um important uh avenue for shopping and then, of course, online. I mean, there's no getting around the fact that online shopping is already popular. It's, it, it, you know, certainly been ramping up in years past. But as far as Black Friday goes, um, Andrew Lipsman with eMarketer had said, you know, this is going to be like the year where the center of gravity really shifts um, to online shopping. And it's just a comfortability level. And, and there isn't an expectation that that's going to change anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Jennifer Van Grove, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix. The San Diego News Fix is a production of the San Diego Union Tribune. Our team includes myself, Daniel Wheaton, and Nina Guerin. This podcast's editor is digital creative director, Beto Alvarez. If you want to join in our recordings, like the Union Tribune on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, and you will see us when we go live in the afternoons. Feel free to ask questions by commenting, and we'll work them into the conversation live. 
We will resume broadcasts on Monday. This podcast is made possible by subscribers to the San Diego Union Tribune. If you are not yet a subscriber, please go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.